Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizuki. It's Growing in Grace with Joel the Breeze, man. That's me and Mike the Cap Kapler. That would be you. How you doing there, Mike, on uh, this uh, new edition of, of Growing in Grace? Well, I'm doing good, Joel. It's it's good to be back in the saddle here with you again. And I've just got to let our listeners know that you're no longer better than me because last month I took the plunge and I got on Facebook. So I'm just <laughs> as good as you now. Hey, we're doing the Facebook thing. That's right. And um, I don't know how, how much prodding it took because I didn't really, I don't think I ever, I, I think I mentioned Facebook to you a few times. I've been there on there, I think, for probably... Oh, at the time of this recording, a year or a year and a half, and haven't done much with it except in the last, I don't know, six months or so. But I mentioned it to you a few times, never really telling you, hey, you need to do this. But, yeah, Mike Kapler is on Facebook now. That's pretty cool. You're with the times, man. <laughs> well, a lot of it uh, <laughs> happened because, um, well, the radio station that I'm, I'm back involved with uh, is connected with Facebook, so they... They kind of tried to talk me into it, so I finally decided, well, maybe I, I should try this and see what it's about. And it's a lot of fun. It's, it's really a, a great tool to connect with people, either to make new friends or, or especially even uh, just being connected with people that you haven't talked to for a long time. Yeah, man, I've been doing a lot of that. I mean, a lot of my old friends that I haven't seen for 15, 20 years, I've been reconnecting with them, and then... Um just other people that I know locally that I don't see a whole lot, you know, I'm actually have gone and spent some time with some people uh, locally that, you know, I know they're around, but just haven't seen them. And all because of Facebook, we've gotten reconnected. So it's pretty cool. And, and there's so many people that are uh, sharing some pretty cool things. I mean, on Facebook, you can do a lot of things, but there's a lot of uh, people sharing the gospel and the grace of God on there and uh, really encouraging stuff. So, hey, friend us up on there if you would. If you got a Facebook account, we'd uh, be happy to hear from you there. Yeah, yeah, we, we would look forward to that. Well, Joel, um, as, as we talk about growing in grace this week, when I came, you know, again, for those new listeners out there, I've been a Christian for a long time since I was a child. That's when I came to, to trust in Christ for, for salvation. But it was probably in the mid-90s that both Joel and I, we, we became friends back then, and and we were both going through a, some processing of, of our faith and the Scripture and our belief, and I think we both stumbled onto some teaching, uh, not the least of which was uh, some books by Steve McVeigh, along with a, a nearby pastor who had also been exposed to the Grace Walk message. And, and one of the things early on that uh, really freed me up <laughs> from religiosity was understanding that I was already completely forgiven. So, you see, I don't have to ask God for forgiveness anymore. Do you realize what a, a freedom that is to, to understand that the price has literally been paid by Jesus Christ? He has done everything that is necessary for me. I've trusted in that. I've called upon his name. And because of that, I have complete and total forgiveness. In fact, um, not just because I've called upon the name of Jesus, I, sh I should uh, clarify myself here, but, but I have trusted in that finished work. And because of that finished work that Jesus has performed at the cross, and because he has risen, 
We are already completely forgiven. Joel, I, I don't have to ask, and, and I don't. I, I don't go around asking God for forgiveness anymore. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It's a wonderful thing to be free because, you know, if it, <laughs> if it were a matter of us really asking for forgiveness for everything we've done wrong, wouldn't we be asking for forgiveness all day long? I mean, whether it's big things or little things, something that the work of Christ took care of was our forgiveness. He did it once and for all. We trusted in him. Our sins were wiped out, and we were made alive together with him. I was just looking at, uh, at Colossians 2, and uh, we spent a lot of time in this, and I love it. Paul's talking about what happened in the life of uh, the person who came to know Christ. Of course, we know that we died in Adam, and then we were raised again together with Christ. And Paul says, "...in you being dead in your trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh," this is what we were before coming to Christ, "...he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses." Having wiped, and this, the rest of this verse, not just the part that says he's already forgiven you of all trespasses, but the rest of this makes, makes it clear why. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. He's forgiven you all trespasses. You see, what he did was he that handwriting of requirements that was against us. That's the law. It was contrary to us, the verse here says. God took it out of the way. He nailed that to the cross. And that's one reason why you don't need continual or continuous forgiveness in your life because you've already been forgiven because that law was nailed to the cross. It was against us. That's why we needed forgiveness and, and, and everything. He's taken it out of the way, nailed it to the cross. And so now we've been made alive together with Christ, it says there. Yeah, that's uh, Colossians 2.13. Made alive together with Christ. Our life is now new. We've become new creations. No longer a need for forgiveness. Yeah, we sin, but when we do, Mike, I don't know about you, but when I do something that I know doesn't line up with my new nature in Christ, I thank God that I'm already forgiven, that he's, he's taken that handwriting of requirements out of the way, nailing it to the cross so that I can be free, so I can be alive together with him. Well, I'm the same way. Now, in the old days, if I did something that I knew wasn't right and it hit me, in the old days, I would have said, oh, God, please forgive me for that, you know. But, but now it's, it's, it's the same as what you just said, Joel, because, again, just emphasizing what you just read. This is Colossians 2 is one of my favorite passages of mm-hmm. Scripture. There are many, but this is certainly one of them all the way to the end of the chapter. This is past tense. He has made us alive. To, he has already done this. Most of us, again, I'll say this, uh, I've said it many times over the last four years on this program, and I'll say it again, (laughs) but most of us in Christianity are chasing after something that has already been provided for us. Having forgiven you all trespasses, he already has made us alive together. He has forgiven you. He wiped out that handwriting of requirements, talking about the law and the commandments. To wipe out means, uh, in the Greek... Uh, it just it means to to wipe out, to wash, to take down, to remove. You know, so you see, I, I don't get that upset about the Ten Commandments not being posted in the in the county courthouse. Mm-hmm. That, that's not a big deal for me because you see, the commandments in the law are the ministry of death, and they entice us to sin, and they could not save us. 
I mean, they're great rules to live by. There's nothing bad about the law. The law is perfect. It's just that the law has no place in the life of a Christian because the law cannot bring righteousness. If there was a law that could have made us righteous, then one would have been given. But the law is the ministry of death. We don't have a lot of time to spend on that. I don't want to get off subject here, Joel, but you're right. It's something that's already been provided for us. Forgiveness and uh, just being thankful for that and walking in that instead of feeling like you always have to go back to God as if you had to sacrifice another animal like they did under the Old Covenant and ask for forgiveness again when it's already been given to you. You're asking for something that God has already provided, that final sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Yeah, the once-for-all finished work of Christ uh, is what made that possible for us. And, and all, the, all our work was to simply believe and then uh, when we believed, we were made alive together with Christ. And, and something important in this as well is that uh, Christ rose from the dead. <laughs> you know, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 15, If Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty, and your faith is also empty. And it says, If Christ is not risen, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. So if Christ hadn't risen, uh, we'd still be in our sins. But the fact that Christ rose and we were made alive together with him, put all this together, uh, the, the handwriting of requirements that was against us, that was contrary to us, was nailed to the cross with Christ. Christ rose from the dead. We rose together with him into a new life, into a brand new life. And because of that, we're no longer in our sins. The scripture here says, if Christ is not risen, you are still in your sins. But that's not the case. Again, we do mess up. We do sometimes do things that are contrary to our own new nature. But that doesn't mean that we need to keep continually getting cleansed and continually getting forgiveness because that forgiveness has already happened and we've already been made alive together in this new life with Christ. And we simply move on thanking God that he's already provided everything. He's already made us alive together with Christ. And so we can trust God and thank him that this life in Christ isn't a matter of, oh, God, I've sinned again. You know how much guilt comes along with that when we think that there's something we need to do, something we need to continually plead before God. Oh, I plead the blood of Jesus over this. You know, things like that when it's been done. The work has been done. It's Righteousness has been imputed to us. It's been given to us. And we've become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, the Bible says. So we can rest in that knowing that uh, when we mess up, just move on thanking God for his once-for-all provision that has been done. It's finished. Well, and you touched on it, Joel, that you can actually do that. You can move on from that moment and just live your life and enjoy it because there is no condemnation anymore. But there are Christians today, unfortunately, who just don't understand that, who are wallowing around in guilt and condemnation. And what's that make you want to do? You know what it makes you want to do? It doesn't want to make you run to God. Granted, there are people who will run to God, so to speak, and, and ask him to, for forgiveness. But it, it generally makes you want to do what Adam and Eve did. It makes you want to hide. It makes you want to run from God. That's what guilt does. And we're no longer under that anymore. That's what makes the gospel such great news, is that you don't have to wallow around in, in guilt and condemnation no matter what you've done wrong. Just pick up from where you are. Understand that, as Joel said, you are already declared righteous. That was a requirement for us to be able to approach God. And now we can, we can approach God with intimacy in a loving relationship. And that's the way it should be. You don't have to be afraid of God anymore. You don't have to wonder what he's thinking about you anymore. Because the price was paid with one final sacrifice. 
Jesus Christ uh, did everything that was necessary to bring us back into that kind of fellowship with the Lord. Oh, but Mike, oh, but Joel, you guys, you're 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 minimizing the sin. You're minim <laughs> you're minimizing the seriousness of sin. My response to that is that we're minimizing sin no more than Jesus did when he came to take it away. You know, he he took it away, and so what we're talking about here is the privilege and the the wonder of being able to walk freely with God knowing that he already took our sin away you know you know it's it's true that some of the things we do can really mess us up can really mess other people up they can hurt people they can be bad you know paul said all things are lawful but not all things are expedient you know not all things are helpful not all things are beneficial but yet all things are lawful, what we're saying here is that if we understand the fact that we're already forgiven, and if we take that to heart, if we not just know it with our heads, but really know it with our hearts, it really believe it, which is where you know the truth really does reside in our hearts, then we'll know that we're free. The way that we're looking at what happens when we sin isn't going to cause us to keep on living in sin. It's going to cause us to rise up with our heads straight ahead, pressing on toward receiving the fullness of, of Christ in us, rather than dwelling and uh, waddling around in, in the mud and the muck. Well, anyway, uh, our time's up for this one. I hope you're encouraged this week just to trust God that he's already forgiven you, that he's uh, provided everything that you need for your forgiveness, and not only that, but for your life in Christ. I'm Joel along with Mike and we'll be back with you again next time for more talk about growing in grace. In the meantime, check out uh, our past archives of programs at graceroots.org. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 